from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm going to question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. slow on the draw there welcome to the podcast i am keith pazel this is keith pazel we're live on twitch twitch.tv slash keith pazel to watch the show live you're most likely watching on youtube or later on wherever you get your podcast but you know what we do we watch tv and talk about our world and ourselves you know through what's on television we make fun of a little tv we make fun of you know the world how repetitive can I get with the intro? Uh, welcome in, though, everybody. We're Atomless this week. Atomless and Quantum Full, uh, as it were. We got some Quantum Leap episodes to riff on here. Let's fade that out. It's just getting repetitive and repetitive. That could give you vertigo if you're listening real loud. That fucking hard cut. I should lay a little fucking uh, lay a little background noise in there to smooth those out if you're hearing a little hissing i do have my computer fan on uh we stream hard here at uh this is keith pazel so we have to cool the we have to cool the box down to make sure we're running smooth here but we're gonna do it ever so and if you notice we got a new camera uh you know the show went kind of smooth when we didn't have adam on screen so when he's here he's gonna be here you'll hear his voice maybe i'll get a two-shot scenario going but i definitely like this camera setup uh, but we're going. Let's turn the TV up a little bit here. Got Jennifer Aniston, a young Aniston here. So to give a little feedback, Scott Bakula has leapt into the body of a crippled uh, veteran. Very Forrest Gumpy. I'd like to wonder when this came out. Because this was on in the 90s. Let's see. Season 5? Yeah, this is definitely before Forrest Gump. I wonder if, you know... If Zemeckis saw this episode of Quantum Leap and was like, you know, I can make one about a crippled guy and his retarded friend. And then Tom Hanks was involved. But so, yeah, Bac Bacula jumps into a crippled guy. He cheats. This is how the 90s went. So earlier in the episode, he cheats. He like gets he's getting rubbed down by a young Jennifer Aniston. Uh, yeah, he's he's achieved his goal by cheating on his wife. He's fulfilled fulfilled the leap. Because that's Quantum Leap. He has to go right some wrong. And apparently this wrong was that his wife in 1968 was a whore. So he leaps into the body of this fucking... Uh, of this crippled veteran. Uh, takes a liking to a young Jennifer Aniston. And then you meet his wife, who's another girl. But she catches him getting rubbed down in the chest by Jennifer Aniston. All fucking sensually. 
And she's appalled, so you're thinking, oh my god, he just got caught cheating. But then later on in the episode, she admits that she's also been cheating. Uh, and then the real mission of the episode takes place, which is to get Scott Bakula laid. Um, and then, yeah, it ended. So he he gets with Jennifer Aniston, and then that's his mission accomplished. And then, yeah, they're going right into the next one. He's going to leap into this serial killer in 1958. Yeah. How are they going to humanize this guy? Looking back in Quantum Leap, it's always like, you know, the, the mission is really just to make something awful seem great. There's one where he has to stop a rape. Like a college professor rapes a girl he dates. So he has to leap back in time to stop the rape. But it's ultimately just to make sure that his relationship in the present isn't tumultuous. So he's like, let's just get that fucking ghost out of her past. And then she'll get off my fucking ass in the present time. Same thing with this. Let's prove this fucking lady was a whore. You can get to fuck Jennifer Aniston. Now he's leaping into the body of a serial killer. Let's figure out how this killer was right. Driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. His only guide on this journey. His is only guide is some guy with a gambling addiction and a and a cigar. That only Sam can see and hear. And so does We call that a multiple personality here in reality. This is about a guy suffering from multitudes of mental breaks and Ooh, just right there, gun in hand. If this were present time, he'd be in a school right now. That's how it would go. How long are you going to keep us tied up? What do you want? Well, he wants you, obviously. This is the 1950s, though. This is back when people had a reason to murder. I don't want anything. It wasn't random. I don't want anything. You was sleeping with, with fucking less. You always find out how he looks. Kind of looks like fucking Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Recently arrested in connection with the murders of at least eight women in three states. At this moment, he is the central focus in a countywide manhunt. Look at that. He looks like fucking Chris Isaac. It looks like he's. It looks like it's Scott Bakula playing Chris Isaac, who's playing Scott Bakula playing Chris Isaac. Intro, sir. Can you imagine a present time where Bakula has to leap into a fucking SCOTUS judge to make that decision all over again? Where do you think he'd go? Well, the way they do it in Quantum Leap is they would leap. He'd have to leap into the body of an unborn fetus and let the mother know that I don't want to be murdered through some tugging of the cord the whole episode. He'd, Sam would be in there in the womb with him, with his cigar. Your cigar's smoking up my mom's womb. It's not a real scenario. This is just a television show. I'm gonna zoom out the camera. Hang on one second. No, it should be fine. I just I'm I'm leaning in closer. 
So I want to like, I don't want to, I want to zoom out to adjust. Ooh, look at that. Definitely a remake of Michael Jackson right there. That's our non-predator version of Michael Jackson. This is what it would be. This is why you need your superstars to commit wicked acts, because that's where the talent comes from. You get a regular Michael Jackson, that's what that happens. Well, yeah. We could just re-embrace little Richard. That is a good point. She said off camera, I have my gate up. You probably couldn't hear her. Because I was like, that's what trauma does. It creates the talent. You just get a regular guy in a wig. It's terrible. And she's just like, what about little Richard? And I'm like, yeah, we could just embrace him he was all gay and shit too he probably his entire career a butt plug while he's in there that's what that was from he'd, he'd adjust and it would hit his fucking hit that spot richard would be down vision problems or changes taking with us do a little surfing here i was in denver over the weekend that's why we live streamed a little early last week because I went to, well, outside Denver. The airport's not actually in Denver. And I got to be honest with you. I've been to, you know, that's kind of what I like about L.A., even though I shit on it and it does have its downfalls. It's one of the few places in the country that isn't just Illinois with something cool in it. Like, Colorado is just Illinois with mountains. It's terribly boring. Denver state kind of stinks. There's, like, one little central area. Like, everyone talks about how great of a city it is, and then you go there, and it's like, oh, it's just this little square where the comedy club is. Uh, so, yeah, I walked around. I got attacked by birds. I didn't know they did that. And they're like, yeah, I, I go, yeah, I got attacked by birds, and the lady at the weed shop was like, yeah, there's a lot of birds. Well, I'm not bitching about the number. I'm saying they attacked me. Well, there's bugs flying around. They probably thought you were a bug. How, how's that possible? I don't think she knew. I think she was just high. It was the weed shop. Got North Woods Law here on TV now. If you're just listening, I'm going to let you know what we're watching. But what are you doing? Go on YouTube. This area, right? Yeah. To ride their ATVs and ride their motorcycles, right? They've restricted some areas. See, this is the life you want to lead. This is the kind of cop you want to be. All these guys do is catch teenagers smoking weed and shooting fucking wild boar from their porch. It's the simplest kind of law. It's North Woods Law. Bottom of the road all the way up here because it's going to get closed because people are going around the gates and going when they're not supposed to go. I, I, I acknowledge that I'm a part of the problem yep. for going yep. 100 yards, but I literally yep. just didn't want to get my helmet yep. and bike. Yep, well, you got to think That's about that ahead of time. Yep. Well, you can't when you don't know the area. Yep. But you still can't go past. It doesn't move around. I never expected to see the, all the cars down there. I thought, yep. I thought this was like going to be in the middle of nowhere. It used to be, but now it's not. Excellent. Thanks. He's like, it used to be, but then the Democrats came and fucking all the people came and fucked it up. <laughs> fucking Barack Obama. The real, the real Northwoods law comes out. I'm using my wand to turn the volume up, by the way. I've found a way. Life finds a way. I'm going to give them a summons for operating on the closed trail, and I'm going to give them a warning for being unregistered. Because they I always do that. That he didn't know that. You find one of these fucking podunk-ass cops, all you gotta do is have a kid with you. That's how all these end. You know what? He's out here with his son. You know, they are snort. he is snorting heroin off the hood of that truck. And, you know, he doesn't have an ID and he does smell a little of alcohol. But, you know, he's out here with his boy, teaching him how to tie a fishing hook for the first time. And, you know, this would be quite embarrassing. Catch a city cop, they'll fucking... 
smash his face into the hood and you see your dad you see your dad right now cannot drive you know and then you go over that berm and then somebody else sees your tracks you saw tracks there i'm sure going over that berm and the next person goes over the berm i'm sure you're coming here to go swimming but you can't do it you see a spot see these are that's what you berm he says a berm that's fucking northwoods law that's when you know you're deep into the woods when you have different words for different kinds of piles of dirt we got a berm, we got a bump, we got a scaff, got a crick, creek, ditch, mound, pitch. Ain't no mountains, though. I did take care of it in the event that you fail to answer that complaint, you license to be on a suspension, you made a default. All right? So hop on over that gate. All right, well, let's go back to the leap and see what's going on with this murderous 1958 situation. Let's see what kind of fucking broad got... Got too fucking, uh, too loosey-goosey here. Are they going to go back in time? Are we going to find out why? Why are we in space now? He just received the preliminary data on the, on the new leap and she's extremely good. Dr. Beckett. What do you keep calling me that name for? It's Beckett. Well, you look like him. What's he talking? You look like Chris Isaac from the Showtime series from the mid-2000s. By Chris Isaac, who is like the blues version of Michael Bolton. You look just like him. Everybody just take it easy and no one will get hurt here. You better do like he says. I'm getting out of here. Bacula's partner always looks like he belongs in a spaceship. They never really go out and say like he's from space. Now! Give me that coat, too. Get out of here! Why am I the only one wearing a fucking turtleneck, man? It's hot in this bitch. Car's right in front. It's a blue one. Leon, I don't think you want to do this. It's not what you think it is out there. I'll take my chances. Leon, we are in a spaceship. If you open it, you'll die. I believe in Jesus. He's gonna take me the fucking wheel when I jump out of this. I'll call the police. No, you can't. Quantum Leap is a code one clearance. We can't involve other agencies. You know that. Anyway, it's too dangerous. He's got to be brought back alive. Who's going after him? Diane. You? Who would have been my first choice? And I want Ziggy to put together a profile disc on that guy and have it ready by the time I get back. Back? Where are you going? Well, I got to break the news to Sam. Hope he's in a good mood. Oh, no, wait. What's going on here? Hasn't this gone on long enough? So we enough? got the Chris Isaac guy fleeing space. We're not a threat to you. But he's the fucking murderer. I, uh... You're a woman, you're a threat. No? You're right. Uh, Sam, don't untie them! Sam, you must murder this mom and her daughter. Would you excuse me for a moment, please? Uh, I'll be, I'll be right back. The future of space-time relies on you skull-fucking this little girl, Sam. You have a little situation. I have a little situation here, Al. I'm an escape killer. Uh, well, that's, that's sort of what I wanted to talk to you about. Did you see those two in there? Yeah, that's, that's Carol Pruitt and her daughter. The escape killer is an alien, and he has been sucking people 
dry through their anuses, Sam. Through their anuses. Uh, because uh, they're the only thing you've got to bargain with. He's got his little fucking controller thing is like the see-through phone from the 90s that people used to have. Big rage. They let my sister have one of those, and it was fucking over, dude. My dad would call hammered all the time. Don't ever let your drunk father know that there's a phone in your room when you're a young lad, because they will call. He could give himself up. I don't know. Why don't <clears throat> Tried to hit the cough button with the right. wand. We just got word from the hospital. Someone got their ribs sucked out through their butthole. Sounds like some fucking alien shit. Got this Chris Isaac looking fucking creature roaming town. Go on, dude, like I said. He's like, I don't know. what the, That was a look of confusion. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. What are you going to do? I'm going to do what I should have done in the first place. I'm going to untie those two and give myself... No, up. no, no. No, 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 no. You got to behead them, Sam. Why not? Because Hoyt will kill you before you even get to the mailbox. Is that what happened in the original history? Yes. He killed. Why? Well, Styles killed Hoyt's daughter. It was a fluke kind of thing. The girl just got in the way and he shot her. It was a fluke kind of thing. You know how people just like, he was just firing his gun like people do and his daughter just kind of got in the way. He tripped into his arm. And, you know, she fell into his chest, and then he told everybody to back off and fucking killed her. Total accident. To tell you this, Sam. What? He got away from us. He got away from you? Mm. What do you mean he got away from you? Oh, so you're getting into what they do during the leap. So while he's righting the wrong, they take the actual guy and, like, fucking probe his anus on the quantum leap ship, probably. Well, yeah, I'm with the killer on this. Like, yeah, he beheaded this fucking wife and his little girl, but you took him on a ship and you were explore doing some exploratory shit on his fucking round hole. What do you mean? He well, somehow he got hold of a gun and he held the gun straight at me like that. And what could I do? I couldn't do anything. Okay, okay. He got out of the waiting room. Okay. At least he's still in the complex. Right. Uh, I can't believe this is happening, Al. You gotta get him back. Oh, I will. What do you mean you will? I will. What do you mean you will? You're not thinking about going after him yourself, are you? But why not? Why not? Because he's a cold-blooded killer. That's why. You're 65 years old. Don't forget, if he dies, you're finished. Has he ever finished one of those cigars? It's always started, never finished. And, and, and don't worry, okay? Don't worry because I'm gonna leave Gushy in charge. Gushy. Well, that's just... Ah, uh, Sam, Gushy's a yeah. Jew. and if anything happens, he'll be in touch with you. Uh, Ziggy is syncing up his brain with your brain so that you can, you can see him. Yeah, me and Gushy. Yeah. All right, let's get surfing here. I think we've run a little dry here on Quantum Leap. See what's going on with the real leaps, the real news. It was a big news week, as we know. I don't think they quite destroyed abortion. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but it, it was funny. On my way to the airport, Croce is fucking, he's driving me to the airport and casually he goes, they're probably going to repeal abortion tomorrow. He was fucking dead on.
uh, commercial anyway. They've been really throwing Top Gun at you on the Paramount Network. It's really been fucking... It's been it just ranked on the Nielsen for streaming, and that's why, because it's all they're showing. You probably go on Paramount Plus, it's just Top Gun. I think it's because everybody likes the new one, and they're just like, do you want to see Val Kilmer when he had the ability to speak? Wears you down, you get bored, frustrated, do something stupid, and he's got you. Hey, hey, Slider. Thought you wanted to be a pilot, man. What happened? You're such a dickhead. Whose butt did you kiss to get in here, huh? Well, the list is long, but distinguished. Yeah, well, so's my Johnson. So you're flying with Iceman, <laughs> huh? Mr. Iceman. Can I suck it? This is one of the most just unabashed homoerotic movies ever. All the men are always glistening with sweat during the movie. To hear about Cougar. He and I were like brothers in flight school. He was a good man. Still is a good man. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's so. He's just like, you're going to have throat cancer one day, cocksucker, and you're going to get fat and do Batman. You're going to be the worst Batman. George Clooney's going to do it after you, and people are still going to remember him because he was worse and you were better, but they're still not going to remember you, asshole. So have fun talking out of your little fucking whale hole when we remake this movie and I run religion, motherfucker. I mean, first the Meg, and then you guys slide into Cougar Spot. We didn't slide into Cougar Spot. It was ours, okay? We didn't slide into Cougar Spot. We're not gay. We fucking pounded hard into Cougar Spot. In fact, there was no entrance, and we took our hard cocks and made an entrance. They were abused children. We're going to have a good time. (laughs) Let's go in the corner so you can sniff the short parts of my hair. I guess it's my turn, isn't it? All right. The bet is $20. $20. You have to have carnal knowledge of a lady this time. (laughs) On the premises. On the premises. Come on, Mav. This is back in the days of the the acquisition, like the bet. You got the parameter fuck. You got to fuck a girl in all her holes... In the four perimeters of these walls, while I'm looking over in the air condition event. Not while I'm in the room, I gotta be in the vent. This Independence Day. And then yeah, they he's he makes out with a girl who this is really one of the first movies where the love interests both are were closeted homosexuals at the time. The girl's out. They didn't have her in the remake because she's all ugly and lesbian, you know? And she's probably way taller than fucking Tom Cruise because he has not grown since these movies. He was still a growing boy during Top Gun. He's there. That's like the superstar height. They can frame yet 5'6". These 5'10 giants, they got to crop out. They fucking, they're terrible for a 4'3 ratio. Confident on nights like these. Still getting used to my wand here. Because I want to lean back. I want to get more relaxed. Fucking dig in here. Huh? I got my soft pants on. I just got a fucking, uh... Got Everybody Loves Raymond here. Let's see, Christmas. They're starting, for some reason, they just threw a Christmas month at you on the Hallmark Network. It is Christmas in July, and I feel like this is their, their counter to Roe v. Way going away. They're just like, don't worry about it. Smell that mistletoe. It's all good. This is the world you live in. That's that's what they, like all the fucking wives, that's why they're so happy about this. 
I'm pregnant. I don't want to hear about abortions. I just smell clinics in my daytime now. Venture to see who he feels more comfortable with. We should totally pick us. York Ventures already has a ton of business. Uh, sorry. And we're back. How do you know that? I do pay attention, you know. Do you? Yes. My MBA is not entirely decorative. So what are you going to do? His MBA in broads. What's the problem if I don't already have the solution? Well, no pressure, but the Christmas party is next week. Thanks. You know what I do? This most of the plots of these Hallmark movies is just to sit in front of a blank la laptop panicked about some event. And then some guy's going, you know, it's only four days away. And she's just like, I know, jerkhead. I have to plan. I have to plan this event and fall in love and do the signifying kiss all by the end of this movie. Oh. And all. <laughs> Here it is. Never in all these Hallmark movies, there's no actual toy stores. There's like one store that sells like boots and canned goods, and then they have a table of, like, puzzles with a bike on top of it. I guess that's why... He like, they shoot these things in Century City. They're right by the Westfield. I'm sure they'll let you film in the Westfield so you can get this kid a goddamn real toy. I mean, for Christ's sakes. It's 2020. It makes it seem like you're in the goddamn pioneer times. We don't have Christmas. Oh, wait. Dad, why don't we shop at actual stores, and why are you buying me a gift that is clearly from someone's closet this box is worn this box is aged dad i need your orders for the hot chocolates the options are oh a list shush there's iced hot chocolate uh don't pull out the phone we're afraid of those in this town dad she's here to steal all of our souls really i would have totally called the cash register they never have a digital cash register in any of these hallmark movies because they're for abortionists only every Christmas when he practically buys me out. Wow, it's, uh, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. The Boys and Girls Club are always sending me their thanks because this one won't put his name on the gifts. Uh, they're actually always telling me because he's not allowed near the Boys and Girls Club. It's a misunderstanding. I was living in the jungle gym for a short amount of time and I startled some of the children whenever they played. Jessica. Phil, hi. Having some Christmas fun? I am, yes. Good. Hi, Phil, only black guy in town and this movie. Start in our department. <laughs> you know, as a very successful white-speaking black person, I gotta say, have the baby. Who is that? My new boss has a January 4th. You aren't working for Uncle Charles anymore? Not directly. I'll be in legal. Is that... Not fun, but steady. Have you always wanted to be a lawyer? Mm, not necessarily, but I always... See, this is one that's like the plot, too. Have you always wanted to be a successful power attorney who makes a lot of money? Mm, not always. I've always wanted to fall in love. But, you know, success, power, money, and sex, that just kind of fell into place. But really, I want your dad to mount my heart. It's delicious. It's delicious. And he's got to do it when there's three minutes left in the movie to signify our forever love. 
opposed it to your Uncle Max, his solution was to have fun. A suggestion which you followed. I did. No regrets. What's the problem? I have to change the company Christmas party. Very last minute. Thank you for hammering that point home. You see, the boss is a globalist, and he doesn't celebrate Christmas, so we gotta really shake this thing up. Special guest that he wants to do business with. And the plans that we have right now won't accomplish that. What did you have planned? A very fancy party at a very fancy hotel, but Mr. Lee... But someone over here doesn't know where to get adrenochrome, and that's what he's expecting. Family? That's nice. That is nice, but it's also very vague. I mean, how do you show family? Not at the plaza. <laughs> Maybe you could have the party at someone's house. I like it when I go to friends' houses for parties. True. You can do it like a sleepover, because all it takes is a child's imagination to solve the problems. What else do we got here surfing through? Let's go back to Northwood's Law, see what kind of fucking wild game is getting massacred here in Vermont. For them... She allegedly failed at the Murdoch family home. This is a Gloria Satterfield was. Gloria Satterfield was. You know, no one liked her. And uh, when we see the operator's machine of the second vehicle, it clearly has a piece of one of the stumps and some bark stuck in between the rim and the rubber of the tire. We placed we this dead. This is actually for the show, but this is how it looked in real life. But this is totally a reenactment. Crash. In New Hampshire, if a vehicle's involved in a crash involving serious bodily injury or death, it must be reported to law enforcement. And in this case, it was not. To remove vehicles that were involved in a crash from the scene purposefully because they... They're like, Ziggy doesn't know how to read a tape. He just does this to look good for the camera. It's really hard. I know the short lines are rates. Uh, potential prison time. Well, let's try to wedge her into that back corner. Given the totality of all of the circumstances and everything we've determined during the investigation, we do have enough to... to the uh, totality of the investigation and the massive, credible nature of it. I love when cops use big words. Like, that seems like the hardest part when a cop, like a cop will whip the gun out and just murder someone quick. Then you throw a fucking multi-syllable word at them. They take their time. Flying squirrels. Hey, Franny, it's Cole. Hey, Franny, here you got... Yeah, my son is throwing flying squirrels from the tree really hard. He's got a good arm. Uh, and they're not catching wind. They're just splatting. I'm trying to make a pie here, and I got squirrel guts splashing in through the window. Okay, great. Sounds good. Thanks, Franny. Okay, Murphy brought me to meet Franny the other day, and hopefully, uh, she can nurse him up and release him to her squirrel colony. Her squirrel colony? Franny's got a squirrel colony? Oh. I, I, I would safe to say Franny, all, Franny also doesn't have a husband Good. here. Our little squirrel friends. I'll give this to you. My name's Franny Greenberg. I'm a wildlife rehabilitator here in Wyndham, New Hampshire. My name's Franny Greenberg, and I've never brushed my hair. Baby mammals. Do our best to get them healthy and then put them back out in the wild. 
They're in a little log, so this has just kind of been their container. I don't use any shampoos or soaps because it startles the squirrels and the raccoons. And I wanna I wanna be safe to them. Kid that brought home all the animals. And I was lucky enough to have parents that let me bring those animals in the house. I've always loved animals, have a background in animal science and education. Both my husband and I spend pretty much Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You never know when that call is going to come. But we're My husband actually died 20 years ago and I stuffed his body and I still talk to him as if he's actually alive. He's in the house now. You can go talk to him. Uh, you can have any conversation you want. You just imagine what he's saying back to you. But he's there. All right. They look good. All right. Um, well, I'm going to place my breast over the hole and eventually it will nurse out. For the rest of the colony. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. We can close it up. How long do you think it's going to take to, for them to go? Flying squirrels are released at about five months mm -hmm. of age, so they'll be here a while. It's hard for me to tell at quick peak how old they are. Yeah. Do you want to be here when we release it? It's very cool. We fling it from a slingshot and it disappears into the sky. Like, Franny's gonna love me. <laughs> the rehabbers in this state are all fantastic. Franny's actually been after me for quite some time. I'm actually afraid to be here. You know, she puts deer piss on of her boots because she thinks it attracts me. Uh, she'll, I, she bangs antlers whenever she thinks it makes me want to come closer to her. That's great. Thanks for uh, extra information. You're welcome. You sure you don't want a gerbil in your butt? It's quite fantastic. Franny gets wild. What else do we got here? Going down the channels here. We got the fa ooh, the family Chantel. This is another one of those blank family shows on TLC. I did. I wasn't ready to see that he cut all of his curls off. They need a new family, a new diverse family that in 15 years uh, will get caught in some sort of fraud scandal, and then this show will get canceled. This is the new Chrisley Knows Best. Sangria is not strong. So there's alcohol? I can't drink it. I'll take it. Here you go. You can't drink it? I just had my surgery. Yeah. It's just a little bit. I can't have alcohol. They said I can't drink for like at least three months. A few weeks post-op and I've lost 15 pounds. I feel like my relationship with food has improved. I'm more focused and I pay more attention to what I am putting in my body. I'm still in shock that I actually did it. Like if you would have told- All her sisters are like, shut up, bitch. We're still huge. I would have never believed that I would have had it. So that's crazy. Ooh, let's go to politics here. Let's go. What are we at? 36 minutes. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what Tucker Carlson's got tonight. We all are known. Oh, they're on VoIP. Observed. They're really just fucking raising John Voight up to be the hero here. Because didn't he say something about abortion? Oh, no, he wants to impeach Joe Biden. He, called, he did like a whole Twitter video about impeaching Joe Biden, and Fox News is really putting him on their shoulders. And, to, and what's the big deal? To give to each other. As you know, I am not allowed to see my daughter, Angelina Jolie. I mean, this is what you figure out. But anyway, then at that moment, I was just interested in me surviving. And uh, so the next morning I get up, I say, what do you got for me today? 
<laughs> and I so Tucker's just like, I'm he, I'm here so you can shit on the libs. I don't care about your acting career. What happens when I turn the radio on? Having some fun. I'm having fun. You know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm not taking myself. Tell us about the fifties and why it should be that again, John. Talk about tube radios and TVs and the simpleness of ice cream. Every day. What? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's another on? one. Wait a minute. I mean, what's, what's going on here? Anyway, I had that kind of Is that of a thing genuine question? I don't think John Voigt knows what's going on. Where the fuck am I? Who are you, a Jew? Oh my God, Angie. So yeah, so Tucker Carlson is currently interviewing a manic, hallucinating John Voigt. Uh, let's see what's going on with Loho here. Lawrence O'Donnell. On the lib side of things. Leader Abrams. Now, I always say this, Cliff, uh, to paraphrase the rapper, these polls ain't loyal. I've never believed. Oh, did you hear what he said? He goes, I'm going to quote a rapper here. These polls ain't loyal. That's wow. very cringe. See, at least Tucker Carlson is engaging in some sort of fucking manipulation. John Voigt said something stupid on Twitter. So now they're going to really fucking focus on it. And you got him over here being like, these polls ain't fucking our, these polls ain't loyal. That's like the, that's the libtard way of saying elections are fixed. <laughs> these polls ain't loyal. Last year, you know, when we've been no, I know. It's just him. That's like him being like, look, it's going to look like Republicans are leading the election. That's always the warning to, cause people's attentions are so terrible. That they know, like, oh, the second they see red, they're going to turn the TV off. Relax. Person hasn't had an impact in this state. We know that there was a disproportionate, that there was a, a drastically increased. He's got to see himself in the. It looks like. Oh, yeah. Different sizes, too. They were like. Can... MSNBC diversity. Not only are they different colors, they're all different sizes on camera. We got them up close, far away, and mid-shot. Food and water. Uh, but they weren't just looking for it in order to stop it during the election. What they were doing was sending a message that we know is going to have a chilling effect on, on organizers as well, on voters. Anytime you got the Secretary of State sending out armed investigators, like that has a chilling effect. So we know that the voter suppression is out there. And most of What has he got? Like a, he had to break the headphones for a Walkman in half to fucking put in his head for that. Look at that fucking earpiece. That's a Sony Walkman headphone jammed. He's got it taped to his fucking ear, double-sided tape. The biggest question that we're facing, or are they going to use the voters' person law, SB202, and the provisions that allow them to take over a county like Fulton County? They've already started that process. It is not outside the realm of possibility that come election day that they can decide that... It's oh, like, you, know you see how I look like a giant? It looks like I'm about to put you guys in my pocket. It looks like I can put you in my little coat pocket. If I can quote another rapper, let me introduce myself. I'm co-hosting for Lawrence O'Donnell. Because he resisted a couple phone calls from Donald Trump. This still matters going into the fall. Cliff Albright and Nancy. And I just want to let everybody know, COVID, 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 it's real. It's still happening. Six feet apart. Good night. Let's go back to Voight. Let's see what John Voight's fucking dusty ass is fucking babbling on about here. We need a small business loan fast. I got this. 
Lone Falcon. There's a better At this point, all of the sponsors or Fox News are just shit with America in the name the Lone Falcon. Like it's really just the most fucking liberty version of capitalism. How do you make like it never even happened happen? See what else? Ooh, son-in-laws on on CMT. CMT trying to be hip. Letter from someone who loves Reese's. A real letter, like on paper. Thanks, Artie, from Tonawanda. See, it's good having a voice like Will Arnett because he just fucking COVID didn't stop him at all. He was just like, I got a closet, I got a microphone, I'll still make money. He doesn't have to show his face. Like, if you can really manipulate your voice and not show your face, you can be a capitalist shill because it's like, it's one of those jobs where you're like, oh, that's him? You get away with it for a while. Let's see what we got here. Strolling down the channels for our listeners. We're about 42 minutes. I think we're going to get into some Colin here. I really do want to see the continuation of this psychotic interview with Tucker Carlson and John Voight. It seems like they're just babbling on about nothing. Let's see if they're back. Anytime, see, that's kind of the 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 left will dismiss psychotic shit, and the right will harness it. Like, look, they popped a fucking Mister Rogers sweater on this old psycho. I've been speaking out for quite a while now. Speaking out about what? Making my place in support of of the good and of the good, the sane, and you know the sane. No gays, no blacks. Well. I, I, you know, many people uh, are upset with me in the Hollywood group, right? And family, too. But, uh, you know, I just mended a bridge and I just totally burnt that in one tweet with my beautiful daughter and her seven Cambodian children. They do smell like swamp water. In a certain sense, like yourself, you got too many, too many facts, too much information, and you're too eloquent. You're too loaded to with info. Tucker. So people get to a certain like if somebody says something to me and I say, "What well, you want to talk about it? Come on, come on, my camper, we'll talk." And we sit down and uh, said, "Well, do you know this? Do you know this?" Come in my camper. You're a fucking millionaire. Don't you have a home? Say, you know, John, I really don't know. Too you know, much I don't believe in four really? salad walls anymore. Well, I want to judge you anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> it's funny. The, the, uh, the Tucker Carlson probably thinks John Void is like a tough man. You're a firecracker. Obviously, their careers are on their minds. They think that... Note that those six feet apart. John Voight's like, now I do have COVID. So if you you want me to breathe directly into your throat. The current uh, flavor is, you know, of of thought. But it's it's too bad i've seen the uh, the schools being over been overtaken in my life the, te- the teachers Ooh. There, there are no great teachers it seems anymore there are no there great are. teachers they're all gay and black and colorful there's no what happened when they used to wrap you across the fingers 
and tell you outright lies about our country. I know enough to know that this didn't happen accidentally. This didn't happen because a lot of people just got uh, dulled. It happened because there were forces that wanted to propagandize, wanted to bring us around, wanted to attack America. What a truly decent man. Not what you expect from Hollywood. What a truly decent man. This is a man who literally his daughter wouldn't have a thing to do with him for 20 years because he was such a dominating, diminutive person. That is the sworn enemy of lying, pomposity, smugness, and groupthink. Have a great night with the ones you love. Ooh, Tucker Carlson. I'm going to go have homoerotic straight sex. It is straight sex, but I involve weird things that make them question. What's going on here? Why is he still wearing the bow tie and nothing else? Why isn't his hair moving? Tammy Bruce. At least she's going on to some fucking important shit. She's just like, I'm Tammy Bruce and my womb hasn't worked for 37 years. I don't care about Roe v. Wade. Let's talk about Russia. The president is generously sending our tax dollars abroad to Ukraine. <coughs> New infusion of $820 million just this week, bringing the total commitment, are you guys ready, to $54 Man, billion. everyone's on vacation. Tucker was green screened in fucking Hannity's off fucking, I'm drinking Bud Heavies. Here's a reminder of what it said. Just filling my chin with beer foam all weekend. That's what Hannity's doing. Everyone on Fox News talks like this. They all go on about how masculinity's dying, yet they all talk like this. And then all the girls are the ones who talk like this. My name's Don Robot, and I love the color red. Boss Mark Meadows, a spokesperson for Trump's former White House chief of staff, says no one from Meadows' camp, himself or otherwise, has ever... No one knows who Mark Meadows is. Let's see. Let's go to fucking uh, Colin here. Yeah. So we had some big sports news. Uh, the Big Ten is growing. They might have to change the name. It's one thing when there's like 14 teams in there now, but it's going to be like 20 plus teams. You might have to just go with the big conference or something like that. The big. Uh, but let's go to the I got this, this all sorts of screens here ready to roll. We'll fade that. No, we'll keep this up. Let's see. All right. We still got TV League coming up. Where's my Collins stuff? Here we go. So Colin's been on vacation. There is one Joy, T Joy Taylor thing. She did talk about my bears and admitted to being elitist. She admitted to being colonized a little bit. That's what I call it when, you, when, you've, when Colin's manipulated you. You're colonized. By the way, I got new drops, by the way. You know, whenever we talk about Irish, if, if we see an Irish, like when we watch cop shows, I'm going to fire this one up. That's the LAPD theme. 
All right, let's open this fucker up. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, plug this in. This will all be edited out of the final. I'm still on vacation. It's Friday morning at about, uh, you know, 10 Yeah. My wife just begged me for some intimacy, but I told her no. In the morning, I was in Turks and Caicos yesterday at an airport when about 9 a.m., which is 6 a.m. Pacific time, I got a call saying USC and UCLA. Took a picture on a boat with my weird-looking shun whose legs are thinner than the rails on the boat, were headed to the Big Ten. And my initial thought was, great, because college football is not right right now. It's in a seven-year attendance decline and TV rating. What do you think Colin's going to like about this? That's right, money. Decline. So I don't want to hear how everything's good. There's too many crappy games. Go look at Labor Day weekend this weekend, the week before the NFL starts. There's not five watchable games. It's junk mail. The sport needs more. Yeah, but that's always kind of was the the flow of college football. Like it's fun. It's like the first five games of college football is the sports you watch when you've when you're stuffed, when you're like full from eating lunch and you just want to lay back like a fucking obese American and half watch something. That's your Ohio State. Versus Appalachian State games. You need those, Colin. Quality games. So holistically, I now get USC, Ohio State, USC, Michigan, USC, Penn State, USC, Wisconsin, USC, Michigan State. Those are bigger games. UCLA, Ohio State. Not UC- I wonder if we're going to get some vacation faces. This is when you get Colin's like, he's not interviewing anybody, though. He usually gives you those faces when he's trying to like, ooh, what do we got here? No video? We have Colin's fucking uh, ring cam in the background here. Can I zero in on this? Can I zoom? Oh, that's fun. DLA wash. Can you see that on the left? Let's see if you can see that. Right there in the background. He's got, we, it looks like we got a white vehicle. Just make sure the neighbors spray paint things into my hood, and I just got to keep an eye on them. Washington State, UCLA, Colorado, UCLA, Oregon. College football needs more great games. Go College to football needs more mega dollars pumped into it. And a schedule. Maybe three games you have to watch, and then seven to eight blowouts. That College football needs to stop letting poor people have the opportunity on national television. You go to Toledo. You don't deserve anything. That's what makes the NFL so compelling. Week in, week out. Not just the parody, because we know college football will never have parody. But on multiple platforms, it doesn't matter if you're watching the Red Zone, Fox, CBS, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. The games are competitive, and there's just a conveyor belt of wildly entertaining close football games. So for the sport, the improvement of Texas, Oklahoma, going to the SEC, it's going to be more great games. Oklahoma, Alabama, Oklahoma, LSU, Texas. Yeah, they're still going to have to play Miami of Ohio. They're going to balance it out a little bit. Georgia, 
Yes. College football's pruning its tree and the very best are joining the very best. So USC and UCLA against more quality Big Ten schools. Colin, you're just talking about this is good for TV. Yeah, champ. That's what's driving the sport. Don't call me champ. Is this how you discipline your children? Yeah, champ. But it's amateurism. So is the Olympics. What drives it? NBC. Why does it end up in certain countries? Money. You're naive if you do not think television networks and money are driving the sport. Just fucking conform. Be a capitalist. Crave money. Want millions. You want to be poor or do you want to be miserable? Can't pick. Be rich or miserable or just poor. It has to. Nothing else collegiately makes any money. Poor people can pull the wool over your eyes. Rich people know about life. They can't afford to be delusional. Wisconsin has 35 sports, 31 hemorrhage money. Somebody's got to pay the bills. It's football for every athletic department of note in America. So this is great holistically for the sport. More big games. Secondly, is it good for the Big Ten? It's great for the Big Ten. USC and UCLA's basketball programs? Los Angeles recruiting now available. Well, yeah, I'm sure because they're in the same conference. Fucking people will really want to go to fucking Wisconsin now. It's great for the Big Ten. Go to fucking Limert Park and get some of these thugs to go to fucking Madison, Wisconsin. Big Ten schools where the Big Ten basketball coaches can tell all the recruits. Oh, yeah. ULA guys we will be back. Yeah. Remember, most guys with their girlfriends or their wives. They don't want to split that money anymore. 10 deal. You tell me. They don't mind splitting money with Michigan and Ohio State. They don't want to split money with Washington State, Colorado, Utah. Big 10, they want to get in with the real scandals. USC was just shaving points and paying their players. Want to play in the big dogs, Michigan State, fondling women. Big, big time Big-time scandals, big-time teams. Arizona football. I don't want to split that money anymore. So they're going to drive far more revenue. It's also great for USC and UCLA because... Like, why are you trying to convince us? Like, we really just want you to be entertaining about this. Pete Carroll was here. Let me get you into the economics of this. Colin's all about those economics. So he's got nothing to say about this. You disappointed me, Colin. What I really want to get to, though, is Colin's been on vacation. And my favorite part of him being on vacation is him updating sports while he's in line at the airport. Uh, And people behind him just being like, what the fuck is going on here? Here we go. This is the first one. This is, I think, when USC first announced it just he tweets thoughts. In line. TSA pre-check, I'm sure. ...are true. USC and UCLA headed to the Big Ten. Very soon, it makes a lot of sense. I have to be quiet because these foreigners are screaming curses at me in a language I don't know. My children are at the Starbucks. They left me. I'm very scared. Texas and Oklahoma 
announced they were moving to the SEC. The Big Ten needed a counterpunch. This is it. It'll make the Big Ten feel more coastal. They'll get more of a recruiting edge. Wisconsin, Michigan State, Penn State now. Michigan and Ohio State have always recruited the West Coast, but could help the Badgers, the Nittany Lions, the Spartans uh, out West in recruiting. Uh, I also think for USC and UCLA, too often their games feel small and regional. Uh, can you imagine USC at Camp Randall, USC in the horse? That'd be funny if while he's doing this, someone's like, will you move in fucking line? He's just holding it up. Those are big national TV games. Look at that guy in the back, the Houston hat. He knows what the fuck is going on. USC and UCLA will feel bigger in the horseshoe. Those are big. Look at that. He's just like, will you please fucking move the Houston hat? Look at you. That's the face of a cheater right there. Look at the face. This is the face of a guy who's rich and is in first class versus the guy who is middle back in economy wearing the hat of a cheater national tv games usc and ucla will feel bigger uh the big ten's a monster it's a revenue monster first or second in the country to the sec so it makes sense a lot of winners here totally a lot of winners pop delta pepsi uh and then he had more on kd this is him on kd wanting out of uh new york yeah he wants to be traded from brooklyn made a great decision in my opinion to leave Oklahoma City to Golden State. A bad decision to leave Steph Curry in Golden State. So, Kevin Durant made a great decision, in my opinion, to leave Oklahoma City to Golden State. A bad By the way, Colin loves salmon. Light Every tone of it. Got every tone of pink in the closet. It goes with my age spots. A decision to leave Steph Curry in Golden State to go to Brooklyn. But he's making another good decision, leaving Kyrie Irving and the Nets to go to either Phoenix. He's just like, man, I want to go to a team where all the players think the earth is round. Bare minimum. I've won two championships. I don't need titles. I just need a round earth theory amongst all the players. Or Miami, both great landing spots, both terrific landing spots. He deserves to be surrounded by committed people. Chris Paul is committed, Monty Williams is committed, Devin Booker is committed, Mikhail Bridges is committed, Pat Riley is committed, Eric Spolstra is committed, Jimmy Butler is committed. That's the kind of teammate he deserves. Hey, he rolled the dice, he went to Brooklyn, didn't like it, said it a million times, but there's no reason to feel guilty about it. Move on, we all make mistakes. It's funny if he was just like, all right, my Uber driver's here, see you guys. Like he's FaceTiming with us. What if he thought he was FaceTiming with his daughter right here? <laughs> oh, didn't know I was recording there. So yeah, that's Colin on vacation. Uh, I think I'm going to go to a break. We're going to take a break. I'm going to smoke a little weed. Uh, and then we're going to do TV League and history. Uh, and really send this bitch off right. I feel like it's been a nice one so far. Am I feeling self-conscious about it? Obviously. Uh, what do you mean no signal? Ah, you motherfucker. There we go. There we go. We embrace the technical difficulties. All right, we got commercials from 1995 here. June 1995, which is where we're going in TV history. Uh, I'll see you on the other end here.
Bugs Bunny and the Road Runner will return after these messages. potatoes and real potato skins for a flavor with whole baked potato appeal. Cheddar cheese and bacon, sour cream and chives, tasty baked potato, you won't believe your eyes, they're made with potatoes and skins that are real new potato skins from Keebler. Baked potato appeal. Here's the Hart Family Nursery. You put it together. Hart Family Deluxe Set sold separately. Figures with power action, each sold separately. Who's that? It's the ultimate evil, Dark Side, and his henchman, Steppenwolf. Squeeze him, its power action is awesome. Bet they're no match for Superman or Red Tornado. We shall see. The Superpowers Collection. Superman, Red Tornado, Steppenwolf, Dark Side, and other figures with power action, each sold separately from Kenner. Today, the family struggles against danger in a strange land when they encounter an alien power. You got it, Uncle Eagle. Journey to the land of the lost. Today, this is CBS. If you could talk to the animals, all see was animals. Think of all the things that you could say. Speak to dolphins or anemone. 
cockatoo or manatee, beluga, ruddy duck or ray. It's even good with our salty friends, all SeaWorld salty friends. Think of the amazing Valley Moon. Come dance with the animals, smooch with the animals, walk and talk to all SeaWorld animals. And let them talk to you. Yes! Say yes to the pirates, Sunday, June 30th. The Roadrunner. and the Roadrunner will return after these messages. Creamy taste of a 12-ounce Wendy's Frosty is free. The coupon's on specially marked boxes of Corn Pops. Cool and free. At last, I've got He-Man trapped with my walls of evil. Oh, yeah? Bastard Sword, Bastard Evil away. Skeletor, He-Man figures, and Bastasaurus vehicle, each sold separately. Bash away! New from the Masters of the Universe collection. Not for use with some figures, each toy sold separately. From Mattel. And now, back to Bugs Bunny and the Roadrunner. And now, these messages. This is Scale, a mighty race car with a little something extra under the hood. Leader one and Ty Kill so separate. You energize scale by revving his hidden motor. And when he's red head, there's no escape. Let your fast leader one. Can't fight forever. Flame brain. Scale. Enemy monster race car. Leader one and Ty Kill each so separately. New from Tonka. All right. Milk TV down on my end here, silly me. And let us make it official. Well, hello, Larry. All right.
right. Gonna work on a new break screen. I know I got the new weird like camera that's not TV screen that's not here but here. So I gotta like make a new break screen. But we're back. We're gonna do a little bit of TV League. Let me pull up the TV League screen. Uh, put on. I'm sure we can find a rerun of a league show here that's on while we rap about new points, new standings. It's a whole new league. So much more exciting. Uh, welcome back. This is Keith Pazel. Uh, you know what we're doing, talking about the world and ourselves through what is on television. And it's the big TV league. Um, make this a full page here. So what I've done is there's so many metrics. Nielsen, you got the popularity on Flix Patrol. Uh, there's all these numbers coming at you. I've just decided to accrue all of the numbers and then add 1,000 to those numbers if they got an increase in viewership uh, the night before. So it's just been a widening of the points. Um, and I've been going back, the whole week has been going back and all the shows that had the old formula, putting the new formula in it and getting it a new score. And it's actually quite relative to what it was before. Uh, like if a show was a 15.16, it's probably like, you know, the, it's probably like a 5,000 point, like 5,160 or something like that. Like they jump up kind of almost exponentially with the new formula, but it's kind of uh, similar to where the old numbers were before. Let's see here. Where do these fucking, let's see if we can find an NCIS or maybe a fucking Chicago PD while we go over these fucking standings here. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, here we go. We'll do an episode. We'll do it to an episode of Blackish here. That sounded very sexual. We'll do it to an episode of Blackish. Uh, look, we got Hawaii 5.0, the new Hawaii 5.0, a lot of, lot of sh options here. Cityscape. Just racing immaculate cars through the streets of Miami, not picking up a goddamn scratch. Can you tell me anything about that car? Are you just a woman who wants to be in a nice car like that? Do you know what year this is or anything? Okay, so here we go. I think we covered last week that Yellowstone was at the top. It's at 43,919 points. But NCIS, through the recalculation, NCIS has caught its way up. I think it went from like, when I first did the recalculations, NCIS was at like 10,000. Now it's at 42,630. So it's creeping its way back up to the number one spot. Uh, Grey's Anatomy has recalculated quite a bit well, 35,509. Uh, 60 Minutes, the new shows are actually doing quite well because the new shows are the ones that get your increase in viewership. Um, cause I think those are kind of event based when something wild happens in the news, a school shooting Roe v. Wade. I think that's when people are peaked to like, Oh, I'll check out 60 minutes. Uh, and then maybe that sustains a little bit. Uh, isn't that interesting? You have to get fucking mass hysteria and tragedy for people to like get a sustained interest in the news. Oh, kids are getting blown away. Maybe I'll watch 2020 for a couple weeks in a, in a row. Um, so let's actually do some live updating of numbers here. So one, 
two for NCIS. Grey's Anatomy is number three. 60 Minutes is four. Those are your power champions league. Uh, the Voice is number five. Coco Melon, number six. Coco Melon's one of those shows that I think is going to ease its way on up there, though. It's always on the streaming ratings for the Nielsen Top Ten. It's pretty popular flicks patrol-wise. So I think Coco Melon is going to inch closer and closer to that Grey's Anatomy spot. Got about a 9,000-point gap between 60 Minutes and Grey's Anatomy. 60 Minutes, I don't think, is on season right now. Uh, neither is The Voice, so that's leaving it for Coco Melon to really... Uh, really just fucking take these shows by the throat and force them, force them fucking down. Say, you're going to have that baby. Uh, Survivor, number eight. That show's also off the air, so that leaves Criminal Minds is in pounce mode right now. You ain't going to survive very long with fucking Joe Montagna streaming every day on fucking Netflix. Uh, Chicago Fire, number 10. That's not currently really streaming hard anywhere. But I think Chicago Fire and the Chicago show stay in people's heads because they're goddammit are they on TV all the time. Like even this, I think there's an episode of Chicago PD on after this. Oh no, that's on K-Cop. Uh, Chicago PD on K-Cop. That's good branding right there. You got to appreciate that branding. Let's go to an episode of Blackish. I'm Hannah, here to tell you about... Well, they're on commercial. SVU is number 11, uh, and then 48 Hours, number 12. I, th I don't think 48 Hours, I think that's also off-season. I think those shows end in the spring. Uh, FBI, number 13, that show is also off-season. Young Sheldon, 14, also off-season. The, pr the premium channel is really kind of, this is the stagnant part, uh, but we'll get to the qualifiers because you'll see the teams that you know, they got a whole week to build up some steam and try and get themselves some momentum for their for their league play next week. 17, 18, 19, 20. So that rounds out your bottom. Chicago Med rounding it out the bottom at 16,000 points. So that's your barrier to entry right now. Chicago Med Blue Bloods, those are your high 16,000 points. So we got America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, the Goldbergs, FBI International, Ozark is still pretty active streaming. Um, because I was doing a lot of recalcing, I didn't really think we're in a weird kind of repeat. You'd think summer would be the time where they're like, let's put all our new episodes of TV on, but it's actually not. We're in hard repeat mode right now, like shitloads of reruns. We look at the daily network ratings. Let's go back to Monday here. Like it's all just. Uh, yeah, CW shows, all those low grade productions that don't get the fancy breaks. Plus CW shows go on break for a whole month in December, so they can't really take the fucking the summer off. That's when they're pumping. So yeah, like all the big shows, The Neighborhood, Bob Hart's Abishola, Celebrity Family Feud doubled up on reruns, NCIS was rerunning. You really just have the CW shows, and then don't forget the lyrics and beat Shazam. They're really just like, Jamie Foxx, please get viewership for us. Um, so let's see where those new shows are kind of lingering in the, in the league. Beat 
Shazam. Well, let's fucking turn this down. That's just not gonna, not gonna have that. Why not? I hate how you have to spell it exactly fucking right. Oh, because, yeah, I got to load more. I got to load them more. I forgot. I got hundreds of shows here. Not good podcasting. Uh, Yeah, so these shows are kind of like in there, like American Ninja Warrior. Don't forget the lyrics. Roswell beat Shazam in the dark. All these shows just aired like they just had their season premiere. So they're still kind of cooking. Uh, like for example, you can do a simple calculation. This did two, three, four. So this has got 4,000 points right now. So let's go up into the 4,000 range. See where it's at. So yeah, beat Shazam, Hawkeye. All these new shows are kind of working their way up into the single digit thousand. So in a week or two, uh, they'll be rising up, rising up into the high qualifiers. So the barrier to entry here is about 16,000 points. So we'll see if these new shows could fucking catch a little momentum and get there. I think these forget the lyric shows and beat Shazam. I don't know if they have the order size. I don't know if those are the big 20 episode shows. Um, but yeah, I think it's all CW and like competition shows for the summer. Look at all those reruns. Tom Swift got canceled. Another CW show. They should have just spent the money for Little Nas X. Probably would have got an extra an extra season out of it. Um, but yeah, that's the league. I'm making a fun new graphic so I can tweet out like a an F1 style fucking grid that I'll post tomorrow. I'll get that done tonight and I'll post that tomorrow. But let's do some TV fucking history. What do you say? Who? What do you say? Huh? Let me switch cameras here. Kind of reset. Not liking how this second half is going. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like this shit either. He took the words out of my mouth. He goes, I don't like that shit. <clears throat> you and me both, nerd. Uh, oh, Fucking, I'm going to play a little quick ditty and we're going to change the battery. What do you say?
All right, now we're back. So we're going to go to TV history. I'm going back to 1995. So June 27th, 1995. Heat of the OJ trial here. Um, I also was hoping beyond hope that this was the era when Marlena was possessed by the devil on Days of Our Lives, but that happens later on. So we'll come to that. What do you say we put something on here? Like this is this is what you got to look forward to. So this is like it was such a long play storyline. So in Days of Our Lives, the whole Days of Our Lives like was an ancient show and it was always so serious. And then in like 1994, they decided to go hard fucking like devil werewolf type of shit and boy it was critically panned but did people fucking watch and during one of the they took place in salem and during one of the christmas ceremonies the christmas tree burnt down and marlena was possessed by the devil and they slow played it so well and then in christmas of 94 she finally fucking gets possessed and this is the fucking scene The voice for the devil voice is fucking terrifying. It's a very fucking scary voice. This is back when, like, it was good bad, when soap operas were good terrible. Well, she still has her hand on her face. She's going so peacefully to the devil. Looks like Michael Jackson. Ha! Dude, my dad used me as a total fucking like. He would be like, tape days of our lives for me. He'd be working construction and I would be fucking. Oh, they redid it. That's right. Marlena becomes possessed. Is this a longer version of it? That's John Black. He was the priest in town. And he was fucking dating Marlena. And then he has to exercise her. I want to eat a baby. She's just half hoove. She just gets up and she has horse legs. Hell yeah.
Here's full devil highlights. And then it gets wild. Dark clothes, hooded jacket. Now, did you see his face? I don't have him too fast. His face is obscured with something. I don't know. He was like the Keanu Reeves of his time. I got this weird feathery mullet. You know, I kind of look like a woman, but I don't know. Turn this down a little bit, and then we'll cut to... Oh, yeah, she had like a dark face. Big, that was the big era. I think it was a, like, this is when tabloids were fucking huge. They're still a thing, but now it's like making up real gossip. Like they'll say someone is dying of stage four fucking liver cancer and shit. And they just have an eating disorder. Like they just do shit like that. But when I was younger, it was all like werewolf boy discovered in Scotland, person with nine heads, fucking born possessions, you know, fucking the last days of Chris Farley, big last days of insert celebrity. So I think that was a play on the tabloids of this era of days of our lives. You are, you are a fucking Jew well, no, evil. Actually, don't we haven't met? I'm I'm Marlena Evans. Not talking to you, Marlena. I'm talking, talking to him. Does his special needs make him sense spirits? I'm not talking. What do you mean, the devil? <laughs> Stop hiding behind her. I'm talking to you. No. No. <laughs> No! Clever Francis. But you're too late to save her. I'm gonna make all of your relatives gay, and they're gonna be attracted to people of color, and Salem will be a den of iniquity. I'm the devil, but I'm also a homosexual. You may talk all you like. They'll just think you're crazy. But if you talk too much, they may begin to listen. I can't have that, Francis. She marked Francis. So a little bit about June 27th, 1995. Apparently Brian Adams was fucking, uh, have you ever really loved a woman? I was more in the notorious B.I.G. camp here. Water Runs Dry by Boys to Men. Huge song. Pocahontas. Not a big Pocahontas guy. I was still living off fucking Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. Not a big... Po I used to fucking... There was... Our friend's little sister loved Pocahontas. And boy, did I tease her about it. Clueless was coming out. Discman. Discmen were fucking huge. If you could get your parents to squeeze you a Discman. Coolio was huge. I think Dangerous Minds was still fucking cresting in popularity here. Newt Gingrich, time person of the year. It really was like the early 90s to mid 90s was just a sea of war criminals being named the time person of the year. 
9-11 really showed them. Uh, yeah, Game Boys pagers. Let's go to what was going on in the world here. Because the Power Rangers movie came out. I remember that. I remember going to the theaters to see that shit. Um, Judge Dredd came out. Really just solidifying that, like, even though the 90s was great, it was a great time to live. But because of that, like, the movies were just terrible. There was nothing of substance. I mean, Forrest Gump and shit in Philadelphia. Everything of substance, Tom Kanks was in. Tom Kanks. Later. Girlfriend, you are a mess. You need some rest. I feel like someone was playing pranks with the voice box. I should do acid and watch this. See, this was at the time, too, when the devil just talked like this. Now it's just like a little kid's voice. You're all going to die in there. I'm going to pee my pants in front of you and it's going to send shivers down your spine. That's all you needed with the exorcist. She didn't talk like this until the end of the movie. Just had her piss in her pants and all that, all that. See some, I wanted, my goal was to find something that was, uh, cause the OJ trial was in full swing in June of 1995. And my goal was to try and find something that like it, the OJ trial interrupted because that really was my summer trying to find out who the fuck the Green Ranger was. You'd get close to Power Rangers being on. And then just 10 minutes before we're going to cut to scenes from the OJ trial and they would fucking false play you like it was going to be quick in and out. But no, then you watch Kato Kalen fucking knocking on a desk for two hours. I had it. I wasn't for it. But I just got straight OJ fucking footage. Nobody really wants that. A brown middle envelope that we have. It's marked on the envelope. It really was. They didn't even know how to shoot the case. Like most of this was just a camera on OJ, him leaning back. He didn't even have good posture during the trial. Just leaning back and nodding and shit. At least, at least with Depp's, you feel like that was Johnny Depp's trial was the crescendo of all the camera tricks. They had fucking multiple cameras. They were cutting to laughs. They knew who was fucking coming. Entrances. They had zooms. Um, I really think that's it. I think that's all I got. We got Marlena stuff. And it really shows, like, I'll go to the TV Tango stuff here. Um... It's really just all full, like, we're at June 27th, 95, it was a Tuesday. Full House repeat, Thunder Alley repeat, fucking Thunder Alley. That was Jeff Foxworthy's attempt. I think that had little fucking uh, Haley Joel Osment in it, too. Before he was an alcoholic. No, no, let's go to this. No, Thunder Alley fucking 90s. Were there multiple Thunder Alleys? Man. Yeah, this was young Haley Joel. Wow, no footage of fucking Thunder Alley. You'd think Foxworthy would want that up. 
it was a good show. I think it was on for a few years. So yeah, it was all repeats. And this was like 95. This is going to be, well, the John Larroquette show. Because I like doing shows that sucked. And the mid-90s was kind of like fucking TV was hitting its peak. Everything was kind of good that was on. You had Home Improvement, Coach, NYPD Blue, Thunder Alley, even though it got canceled after a few seasons, was good. Grace Under Fire, um, Full House, Wings, Frasier, like Seinfeld was in full swing. Friends, I think, was in season one in 94 and 95. Marlena was being possessed by the devil. TV really was just at its apex. You're not going to get any better than that. Let's go back to at least have some fucking TV on. While I wind things down, it was a short episode, but I feel like it was, you know, it was enough. Not really at the popularity to where I can give you just enough, but, you know, things happen. I'm alone. Give me a goddamn break. Party of five. Full swing. Swing back here. What are we at? An hour and 34 minutes? I think I did fine. I think I did fine. Turn that down. This down. How did you guys enjoy it? Um, yeah. That music means it's the end. Uh, Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. That's how you, you watch us live. I'll upload this to YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash user slash Keith Pazel. That's the shortest way to get to it. Or just go to YouTube and search this is Keith Pazel. All that shit will pop up. We love you. Uh, it'll be up on audio, completely uncut, wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you in a few days. announce we are off the air when we are off the air. <laughs>